There's 12 types of girls on Instagram, and today we're going to talk about four of these incredible archetypes. First, there's a girl that's only in it for the money. There are good people on Instagram, and they want to do good, but at the end of the day, this society, this world, what wins, what's controlling is money. And then there's the worried about what other people think type of Instagram girl. I, I know that I compare myself with other people. Everybody I see, everybody's lives, I try not to. And then there's the girl that's just trying to be real. I try to post things that I think that maybe other people might not know about. Things that I wish that people did more. And for sure, everyone's come across that girl that puts video game character as her bio. I love Instagram. I love Instagram. I love what you can do with it. I love that you can be whoever you want to be, even if it's not yourself. <laughs> be who you want to be, even if it's not yourself. Today, we are reading from the Book of Influence. Congregation, please rise. You are listening to Make Art Not Content, brought to you by The Mystery School. The Mystery School is an online program that helps creatives all over the world conquer the biggest obstacle they face, themselves. Enroll today at lastnightsparty.tv. In the Mystery School, I talk deeply about how to get the most out of Instagram. But in the interest of market research, this week, I hit the streets to get the temperature on people's relationship with the most addictive app on the planet. Let's see how real people are using it. People like Sophia, who I met in line at Whole Foods. I have mixed feelings about Instagram. It's just never ending. I feel like you're constantly chasing after the wind. You're never going to be happy. You're never, if you have a thousand likes, you're going to want two thousand likes. If you have two hundred likes, you're going to want five hundred likes. So it's you're never going to be satisfied. As a business, you can benefit from it because you want to bring in money. At the end of the day, that's what people want is money. Without money, Instagram would die. Beneficial for business, humanity in general, not so great. But when I went deeper with her on this whole humanity aspect, that's when I found out she's a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, I knew it. She had that vibe. So her real opinion? She thinks that chasing likes and followers is like chasing after the wind. And she even backed it up by reading a passage from the Bible. I think that this scripture can be applied to anything in today's society. Success, how many followers you have, how many likes, how many comments, how popular you are. Ecclesiastes 1.14, and this is coming from the Hebrew scripture. King Solomon, one of the most famous kings, he was very successful, and he himself said, I saw all the works that were under the sun, and look, everything was futile, a chasing after the wind. Everything outside of what the Bible says is futile. Ooh, everything outside the Bible is futile, huh? And then there's the Alana type, who, even though she's a babe, even though she's an actress in L.A. that's actually working as an actress in L.A., TV shows, films, when it comes to Instagram, she's still tortured as hell about it. When I upload, like, I, I upload it, and then I and then it's the only thing I can think about, and I kind of get in my own head about it. I write a caption, and then I change the caption, and then I just thought, if it's stressing me out this much, it's not good for me. So I kind of took a step back. I don't tend to use it very much, but I, I will go on Instagram every day. Um, to look at other people. Yeah, to still look at other people. <laughs> I don't know why I do it. <laughs> so of course I was curious to know what her IG looks like. I mean, did she look uncomfortable? Was it as bad as she was making it seem? Not at all. Actually, it looked like every other healthy LA girl's Instagram, except for one thing. She hadn't posted anything new in like five months. This is the last one I posted. 
Um, in April? Back in April, yeah, back in 24th of April. How did you decide that that was good enough to post? I had taken so many pictures that day. Tell me, you give me the Trying numbers. Trying to get the right one. I, I mean, I, I mean, I lost count. <laughs> Maybe like a good 20, 30 pictures before I even got one that I liked. And then it was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna post this. And then I posted it and like, I overthink. Yeah. So for me, I don't just post it and I'm like, oh yeah, like how am my day? Like I post it and then that's kind of all I think about. So the whole process takes so long and it's exhausting. Yeah, I wish I didn't overthink it, but no, I, I do. And um, I work hard to try and just, just try and post. Yeah. But um, it takes a lot of support from like friends or like, you know, anyone around me who's like, yeah, I know, definitely post it. And then they, they take my phone away, like, don't look at it. I really wish, it, I feel like if, if I couldn't see the likes and other people's pictures and the likes even on my own pictures or if it wasn't like that wasn't visible I would use it so much more it's just um I worry you know just someone look at my picture and go why'd you post that or ooh you can see like she's a bit fat on the side there or it's like self-preservation like oh if I don't post it no one can say anything about it because the comments can be cruel like people can go on and they can find hurtful things and I think people forget that someone's reading that mm -hmm. and it can affect them by this point I was depressed. Could it be that all those happy faces on my feed were actually just tormented victims of body dysmorphia also? Or that they think like Sophia? That it's all about trying to make a buck? Luckily, like from the gods, I bumped into Patience. Yes, her name is Patience, and she only has a thousand followers. But her attitude is that no matter how many followers you have, you need to manage your audience responsibly. I think that with a social media page, you have a certain influence, whether it's like 20 people or a million people. I know there are a lot of people in LA that don't know what to do other than to party or go out to dinner, but there's so much more to see. And if you show people that you're doing good things in your life, then I think that that really helps. And I have a lot of people reach out to me and say stuff like, I want to cook with you. Or I want to go to a museum with you. And that's really what my social media page is about. Okay, so seriously, what does a girl whose name is Patience and that embodies that aura, at least in my brief time with her, what does she have on her feed? Show me your social. Okay. Uh, this is me and my pet butterfly, my late pet butterfly. <laughs> I found her, as you can see in this picture, her wing is broken. So she couldn't fly. She's just walking around, um, probably would have died. And it was really sad. And so I picked it up, went into Starbucks, got a cup, put it in that cup, took it home and tried to create a little environment with it, with flowers and um, some sugar water and just tried to make it comfortable in its last few days since she couldn't fly, but it was really inspiring. <laughs> Finally, there's Dana. Dana sees Instagram as a game. She's all about having an online persona, and she only ever posts with her audience in mind. The more interesting you are, the more followers you get. It kind of creates a sense of like competition. I feel like people follow me to like see me, as opposed to see what I'm doing. Pushing the limits, like how I look physically, like the better I look, the more responses I get. Yeah. But for me, like it's very calculated. Like I know why people follow me. It's what? Just, it's just to see me. Um, me, probably my body. Yeah. I mean, like this is my most liked photo. So it's like, it, it makes sense. Um, and that's kind of like why I would say my body as opposed to my face. I mean, I'm not myself on Instagram. This is like an image I'm trying to portray and it's for entertainment purposes. I feel like once you're over like a certain amount of followers, I'd say around like three, three to four, I'm in that range. Yeah. Um, 
you have enough eyes on you to where you can be entertaining to someone on a daily basis. Dana even invented a cool archiving strategy to keep her profile highly aesthetic without ever risking boring her followers to death with irrelevant content. Wait, do you only have a few posts? Yeah, I like archive a lot. Um, Show me your archives. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why are these archived? It's an aesthetic post. But when you archive it, it's not nobody on your feed. See it. Yeah, but then you bring it back like two days later so nobody else can see it. Only you can see it or people that are on your actual like Instagram feed can see it. And then a couple of days later, yeah, bring it back so yeah. that your feed looks beautiful. Yeah, but it, nobody saw it and like nobody's bothered by it. So it doesn't look like you're posting every single day. Photos like this where I would like post it and then archive it immediately so nobody can see it and then bring it out like two days later. It's like, if you think about it, like nobody really likes to see posts like that. This is like not why people follow me. Like, cause it's not, it's not like a meaningful post. It's kind of right. there just so that when you go to your feed, it looks good. Not a bad trick if you're trying to spend more time on Instagram than you already do. So there you have it. Four archetypes out of 12. Did I cover yours in this podcast? Who do you think is next? Email me, bronx at lastnightsparty.tv. Cause remember, no matter how much Instagram Kool-Aid you drink, email is still the mothership.